raise your hands in this place. Begin to worship God. Tell him that you, he won't relent until he has it all. Come on, tell him that you love him today. Tell him that your heart belongs to him and no other. No matter what comes after us, God, we give you everything. No matter where you go, oh God, we will follow. Come on, make that declaration today. Make that declaration that for the rest of your life, no matter what happens, no matter where he tells you to go, that you will follow him, that you will go with him. Jesus, have your way, oh God. We will not stop. We will worship. We will worship, oh God, in spirit and in truth, oh God.
Father, we love you in this place. God, we want to go deeper. We want to fall deeper in love with you, God. We want to have a better understanding of you, God, of how much you love us, God. Lord, I pray that you would have your way in this place, God. Do something new in the hearts of these people today, God. Do something new in this room. Let your spirit flow. Let your spirit rain down in this place, oh God. Father, we thank you, God, that you always come, God, when we call upon your name. When your children ask you to come, God, you come. We thank you, Lord. you 
pray that we would be like David, God, that we would desire to dwell in your house all the days of our life, God. That no matter what happens, no matter where we are on our job at school, God, that, that you would still reign in our hearts, God, that we would still feel your presence no matter where we go, God, that we would be the people, Father, that never let the, the fire on the altar go out, God, that we would pray day and night, God, that we would be those people, Lord, that beckon your spirit to come. Father, I pray for revival to take place in this place tonight, God. I pray for revival to take place in the hearts of the young people in this place right now in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, let's worship Jesus Christ tonight. This is encounter, encounter time. Tell the Lord you will do this house forever. Come on, I want to welcome everybody to come up to the altar. Come up and worship Jesus in front of the altar. I want to welcome everybody to come on up and say these words. promise in your heart that you're going to dwell in God's house forever, no matter what, no matter if you feel lazy, no matter if you feel tired, no matter if you feel like you just get used to this type of uh, church activity, no, you're going to dwell in this house forever, you got to make commitment to worship Jesus tonight, this is not a Sunday service, this is not, this is a, this is prayer meeting, this is a counter time with God, this is time to go out, to get loose, worship Him. Spirit, you be free. Come up, please. This is a chance for you. This is for you, an opportunity for you to come up to this altar and worship God. Come on, I want to challenge some of you. Just come up to this altar and just give God worship. Raise your voices up and tell God, I will dwell in your house forever. And I'm going to shout out and I'm going to say hallelujah. Come on. Come on.
to worship Jesus on your own words. Just keep paying those keys. Let the Spirit move in this room. Come on, I want you guys, I want to hear everybody's voice. Come on. If you're desperate for God, just begin to worship Him. Holy Spirit, we're going to allow you to move in this room tonight, God. 
We're here to encounter you, God. We're here, God, not to settle for less, not to settle for, many, for, for something normal, God. God, we expect something new tonight. God, we expect a touch of your spirit. God, we expect to be changed tonight. Hallelujah. from your heart. up to you, Lord God. And Father God, we just pray that you have your way tonight. God, during the time of the word, God, we pray that you speak to hearts, you open up, God, the ears, the hearts, the eyes of the people that are in this room, God, and the people that watch the webcast, Father. Lord God, I pray during the time of prayer, Lord God, for you to answer prayers, God, and for you to uh, just birth a, a, a hunger and a the spirit of intercession in this room among all the believers, God. Father, we thank you for your presence tonight. We thank you, Lord, that we have the freedom to give you praise and worship you, Lord. Thank you so much for your presence. Thank you so much, God, for your love, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We give you glory. We ask that you have your way and take control. Everybody say in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Welcome to Encounter Night. Come on, everybody, everybody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on, one more time. Hallelujah. 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 You know, you have the freedom to encounter Jesus Christ tonight, Wednesday nights. You're free. You know, you can only stop yourself from worshiping. You can only stop yourself from encountering God. Amen. We want to welcome you to Encounter Nights. We're here every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sundays here at Metro Praise is our main services at seven. I mean at nine a.m. and eleven a.m. Okay, find your ways to your seats and 
if you guys can. And then, uh, I, like I mentioned, in Connor and I, Wednesday at 7, we have family service also, which is this one, of course. We're arranging an impact. Children's ministry. Fridays, LAV youth service, 7.30 p.m. Teenagers, LAV, what, what? Yeah, all right. All right, so uh, we are having a family fun day, November 30th, the last Wednesday of this month. Okay, here at 7 p.m., we're going to have free movies. Popcorn, games, prizes, crafts, face painting, and so much more, guys. Who's excited about that? Woo! Come on. That's some fun times. I don't know about you guys, but I love Wednesday nights. The last Wednesday of the month. Every Wednesday night. Family fun night's always good. You know, chill back, watch a movie, eat, and just have a good time. All right? Next slide, please. All right, here our vision is to love God, to love people. Everybody say, love God. Love people. Strategy. What's the strategy here? Connect you to Jesus, mentally live like Jesus, and send you out to serve Jesus Christ. Our goal is to have 100,000 disciples here in Chicago, and it's happening before your eyes. Praise God. Hallelujah. 50 churches in Chicago. We already have two, 48 more to go, and 500 over the world. We two, had 200, three more hundred to go. I'm excited about that. Who's ready to go plant a church? Amen. Tithes and offerings, guys. It's a commandment to give 10% of your total girls to God, Okay. He's blessed you with a job. He's blessed you with income. Give him what he belongs to him. Don't break that command. Don't be greedy, okay? It's good to tie into offer to break greed out of your heart. to break, you know, the love for money out of yourself. So let's give God what he belongs to if you feel like you've been getting fed here spiritually. Amen? So I always want to pray for everybody that's going to give tonight. Give to the uh, Dropbox behind the sanctuary. And we also have one in the student center online. Give. Feel free. Okay? If it's only 10 cents, 20 cents, so be it. Okay? All right, Lord God. I thank you for this night, Lord. I thank you for the ones that are going to give. God, we ask that you bless them. God, that you give them, Father God, a cheerful heart to always uh, looking forward to give what belongs to you, Lord. God, I pray that you break the heart of greed, that you break up the heart of, of love for money, God, among us, the church, God. I pray that you bless the churches all over the world, Father, that your will will be done, God, and the heaven will come down to earth, God. Bless the giver, Lord God, as they further your kingdom with their tithes and offering. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Hey, man, who's excited about tonight's word? Yes. I'm more than excited than anybody else. You know why? Because we have a special speaker tonight, and her name is Suellen Walker. Everybody give her a hand. She's going to bring the word tonight, guys. All right. Really excited about that. There it goes. Okay. Hello, everyone. Can you guys do me a favor and be in this section. Please move if you're not in this section. Thank you. Okay. And I want to share a few things with you today. But this is something I've always wanted to share. And it was a dream of mine. And it was just to let you know that I have the greatest husband in the whole world. So I always wanted to be able to preach and before that say, you know, I have a great husband. I love him so much. So it's a good thing. I've never had such a patient person in my life like Jared. I love him. Okay, now the next thing is um, tonight we're going to be looking at First Timothy, okay? So does everyone have their Bibles? All right. So you guys can turn to First Timothy chapter 6, verse 11 through 12. You can hold your place there. Let me know when you're there. Say amen. Okay. So... You guys are not, I don't see any first-time visitors today, but you guys are familiar 
with our church and discipleship. We are here to make disciples. The Bible teaches us to go out and make disciples, and and that's what we're all here to do. So we're here to make disciples and to be disciples. Amen? All right. So um, to tell you a little bit about myself, um, October 31st is special to me, not because of Halloween, but I don't remember my date for baptism. I don't remember my date of salvation like so many others do. But I do remember October 31st being the first day that I sat down with Nancy for discipleship. So we met in her apartment. We sat down. We went through the first lesson. And it was powerful because I still remember it to this day. I don't have the greatest memory. I'm praying for it. But um, I remember that day clearly. It was very powerful it um i decided then and there because i came from uh just a year of backsliding so i came back to the church and started discipleship with nancy and i remember that day her telling me you have to decide today that no matter what happens in your life no matter what you do that you will not backslide that you will choose to always live for jesus and it's been six years now So it's not because of who I am, but it's because of who Jesus is and what he is able to do. And it is our choice. It is our choice to stick with Jesus because throughout these six years, guess what? People have attacked me. People have put me down. People have um, said just horrible things about living for Jesus. I'm, you know, learning how to defend the faith. I wasn't always good at it. I'm still learning. And so it's hard to hear those negative comments. Not only that, but I had hidden sin, so I lived for a while with hidden sin in my life. Okay? And when all of that was exposed and when I had to confess, guess what? That was hard. It was the hardest thing in my life, but the greatest thing I have ever been able to do is to stand in front of people and tell them who I really was and to be transparent with them. And so... As much as I wanted to, like, leave the church because I was hiding sin and doing everything, you know, Christians do, but I just kept doing it. But the moment I confessed sin and now became real in front of people, that's when I started to feel like a hypocrite. Somebody say the devil is a liar. So, you know, the devil has all these lies, and I just, I was like, I should just leave the church. People don't have to see me, you know, like, just get out. But I stayed, and that's all glory to God. And, you know, I have a testimony I love to share with girls, and and I pray that God will spare you from what I had to go through and that he will use my testimony to just keep you from certain sin. Amen? Okay. So God is good. I love him so much. And so my prayer is that you will too, and that you will not give up on discipleship, and that you will pursue the things of God. So tonight, I want to ask you guys a few questions, okay? So what are you guys after? Because my prayer is that God will awaken something in you today. I don't know everyone personally in this place. You know, I see you guys doing great things, but ultimately it's God who knows your heart. He's the one who knows what's really in there because I can look at you and I say, man, this person's doing great. You're doing awesome. But it's God. It's God who sees the real you. It's God who sees you when you're alone. So I'm. all I know is that there are people here who are right with God. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep it up. 
And if you're in this place and you are not, and you have junk in your heart, and you have junk in your thoughts and in your mind, you need to get with someone tonight before you leave, and you need to tell them what is going on, and you need to keep it real. Because we're not here to put on a show for everyone. We are not here to be fake with anyone. Okay? So you have to have joy in your salvation. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins because he loves us. And if we love him, the Bible says we obey his commands. And so be obedient to the word of God. Keep it real. Amen? Okay, look at your neighbor and say, I love discipleship. All right. In um, the passage here, okay. There you go, Ellie. Thanks. Okay, it says here, um, here talking to Timothy, it says, you are a man of God. Flee from all of this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Okay. Now, in just these two verses, I want you guys to just receive so much, okay? And so I know I don't have all the time in the world, so... Um, we're only going to be looking at these two verses, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about Timothy, okay? So as Christians, as disciples, we're here today. We do not want to live in defeat. How many of you guys want to live in sin and defeat? No, nobody does, okay? So you got to look at your neighbor and tell them, I will not live in defeat. Now look at your other neighbor and say, I will not live in sin, Amen. Why? Because we are more than conquerors, okay? The blood of Jesus is on our side, okay? We have power through the Holy Spirit, okay? We have been forgiven. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, amen? Okay, so this is why I'm able to stand here with you today because I had to get it real in my heart and and in my life. What am I after? What am I pursuing you know, I'm not here to put on a show for anybody. It's it's God, the one that was judging me. You know, when I when I confessed, I had to step down from leadership. You know, sure there was probably people talking bad about me and and other people who were just waiting to see what I would do. You know, would I leave? Would I give up? Or would I keep going? Well, here I am today, and it's been like over a year. So, amen, or two, or I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but time has gone by. Okay, and it's only through Jesus. So I know that the devil wants to steal our salvation. Okay? So he the Bible says that he is on a prowl. Okay? So he is after us. Now we don't have to be scared because the Holy Spirit lives in us and we have power through God. Amen? And through the word. Amen? So we don't have to fear and all we have to do is is just keep seeking God, is keep pursuing as it says here, the following things we're going to go over. But it's, it's if you want to know Jesus more, you're not going to get it just by 20 minutes of worship on a Wednesday night. It has to be a, a lifestyle. It has to be a daily thing. It has to be in your prayer closet when only the Lord sees you. It has to be when you're happy. It has to be when you're alone, when you're sad, when it, whatever you're going through, when you're worried, which we shouldn't worry, but we have to pray and read our Bibles at all times, and that's how Jesus 
is going to fill us up. Amen? Okay, so before we go through the things that we ought to pursue, I want to tell you a little bit about Timothy. Since we're talking about uh, disciples, I want you guys to see um, what was said of Timothy by Paul. Okay, so if we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17, please. And just uh, through different studies, we know that Timothy was a young man. He was a teenager. And so how many of you guys here are older than a teenager? Are not teenagers anymore, right? And how many of you guys are young teenagers? Amen. So if Timothy can do it, we can all do it. It doesn't matter if we're young and old. It is possible. Amen. So we see here, chapter 4, verse 17, it says, For this reason I have sent to you Timothy, my son whom I love, who is faithful in the Lord. How many of you guys want to be called faithful to the Lord? Amen. It says, He will remind you of my way of life in Christ Jesus, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. How many of you guys want to be sent out? That you guys have shown yourself to be just approved, to be um, seen as a leader, to just be entrusted with that responsibility, to be sent to a different church, to tell them about what is going on here, to get things in order, you know, when things are going wrong. And then the next place we can see about Timothy is in Philippians chapter 2, and that's in, starting in verse 19. Okay. So it says here, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself, because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. Amen. So this is an awesome man of God, you know. And as we see what you're doing, if we were to just take your week, or even just from Sunday to Wednesday, what you've been doing these past few days. You know, the example that you've been in your family, the example you've been at school, at work, you know, what would be said of you? You know, if we go up to your friends at school, guys, I see a lot of young teenage men right here. If we go to your school, what do they say about you? If I say, hey, Victor, Adam, you know, you guys know him, and they're going to say, yes, awesome man of God, awesome Christian, you know, knows the word, speaks the word. Or are they going to say the opposite, you know, but only Jesus knows. And I pray that your heart is, is um, desires to just reflect the Lord everywhere you go, to do it without shame. Amen? Okay. So if we go back to... Um, 1 Timothy chapter 6, and then we will see what we're told to pursue. And it begins with righteousness. So the first thing it says there, it says, leave the, it said, leave these things behind, which is sin. So we have left things behind. I hope that all of you guys have decided to leave um, your sin in the past and to move forward and to just fight the good fight. Amen. And so we can take a look at the list. And the first thing is righteousness. So 
if we are after righteousness, we have to stand up for what is right at all times. There is nothing that we want to compromise with. Amen? So we have the freedom to do that now. In America, we are free to stand up for what is right and to just um, protest what is sin. Amen? Okay, the next thing is godliness. So we want to live godly lives. Amen? So we must pursue living, uh, leading a godly life, desire the things of God. We must not look at this world. We must appreciate what God has given us now. So this world um, wants us to believe that it's us, is we're the ones that are going to make things happen, you know, on our own. But it's not. It's through God. It's through Jesus. So we want to uh, live a life of godliness, free from sin. Amen? Okay. Now we look at faith, and then it's your choice. Faith is your choice to believe. The Bible says that faith is believing in what is not seen, so it's our choice. We choose to have faith in Jesus. We choose to believe that he died on the cross. So if you say that you are a Christian, that you have faith, then brothers and sisters, let's believe in Jesus, that there is power in him. Let's believe that, let's believe in who we are with him inside of us. Not what we can do on our own, but what we can accomplish and do through Jesus Christ and what he has called us to do. So God is the one that is able to transform us. It's not us. Okay, so also God gives us the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. So you guys can take time to just look through those and just believe and have faith that they're for you that you can um, be used in, in that way. You know, we don't have to live, you know, having the same bad attitude or the same stinking thinking. Amen? Okay. The next thing we're going to look at is love. And love is the second greatest commandment that we've been given by God. So we can love in many ways. We can show our love in many ways. There's several love languages, you know, that we can um, show people that we love them. But it starts with us taking our eyes and attention off of ourselves and focusing on someone else. So I want you guys to just take time tonight before the day is over to show someone your love, to show someone your care. That means before you start talking about yourself, go up to someone and say, how are you doing? What is going on in your life today? Instead of, hey, my problem is this, or I need this, or I want that. You know, it's give someone your time, give someone your love, Give someone an encouraging word instead of trying to find it for yourself. Amen? All right. Now the next thing is endurance. You know, as I shared with you, um, you know, October 31st of 2006 is, is when I decided that I would not give up. No matter what happens, I would not give up. And I have a lifetime. I haven't arrived. Okay, there's still so much more to do. But... Even today, I will not give up no matter what happens, no matter what people do around me. I cannot let go of Jesus. He is all that I have. I am no one without him. I can't be a good wife without Jesus. I can't be a good teacher without Jesus. I can't be a good friend or a good leader. Nothing without Jesus. Do you guys understand? So it's why would I give up on him? When temptation comes, when the... You know, sin tries to creep in. Guess what? It's through Jesus. Why would I let go of him then? 
Why would I stop praying then? Why would I stop standing on his word? Why would I stop coming to church when things are getting hard? Amen? All right. So the next thing is gentleness. Being gentle. Being, you know, meek and comes with that patience, you know. So we want to be gentle. Um, We don't, again, want to be like this world thinking we have the power that we are able to make things happen on our own. It is through Jesus. He showed himself to be humble by coming into this world and giving himself for us. So Jesus was gentle, and he showed a humble heart. Do we not want to be like Jesus today? Amen. So let gentleness come into this place, Lord. Take over our lives. Amen. Now, some of you may not understand why you anger easily or why you lose your patience or why you doubt or why you want to give up sometimes or why you feel so tempted or why you keep giving in to sin. What are you pursuing? It says here, pursue righteousness, pursue godliness, pursue faith, pursue love, endurance, and gentleness. Amen? All right. Okay. So we must stand for righteousness and not give up. Amen. You guys can all please stand. Okay, so what are we going to choose to pursue? Our own selfish desires? Do we want to pursue what our, our, our family is telling us to do? Why do you go to church so much? You know, why this and that? No, I'm a disciple. I'm going to be committed to my church. I'm going to put God first in my life. It doesn't matter what people say. I don't live this life for my mom, for my dad, my brother, or my husband. I live it for Jesus. Amen? And so we stand for righteousness. We do not compromise. We live a godly life and as an example to others. We read what was said of Timothy. What would be said of you? What would be said of you today? We must have faith. We can't stop believing in miracles. There's so much that's, that's to come. There's so much work to be done for Jesus. We have to have faith. We have to get out there. We have to tell others about Jesus, and we have to believe that people will get saved. We have to have faith that God will use us, that God will change us. We have to have faith that he is coming back, amen, that he is risen, that he is powerful, that he is watching us. It's him that we live for. It is because of him that we have this life. We have to have faith. We will be judged one day. Our friends, our families, coworkers, they will be judged one day. Once we tell them about Jesus, that's it. You warn them once. You present to them the gospel. If they don't receive it, move on to the next because we have to have faith that God is their Savior as he is ours. God will work out their salvation himself together. Amen? Because you're responsible for your own salvation, not your neighbor, not your family, not your leaders. It's you yourself. You choose. Will you make it to heaven? It's your choice. It's what you do here on earth. Amen? We must love others as Christ taught us. He's the one that first showed us love by dying on the cross. He, God created us. He made us that we can have relationship, that we can dwell in heaven with him, with eternal life. Amen? We must persevere until the very end, and let it be said of you that you were a faithful servant. 
you mind? Ellie, if you could play that song, please. So, right now, I want you guys to just find girls with girls, boys with boys. I want you guys to just meet with someone right now. You can spread around here. And I know the word was not long, but it was to the point. What are you after? Some of you guys have a lot of confessing to do. Some of you guys got to get real. Are you even saved? Some of you guys need to start believing that you are forgiven and that you are a Christian, that you are being disciple, that you are being obedient. Amen? So you guys can just start spreading around, please. Thank you, Jesus. 